Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Day two with pads on in the books at Ray Nitschke Field. We've heard from Matt LaFleur, heard from the guys in the locker room. Now it's time to hear from you, Packers fans worldwide, because that's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. We're devoted to you folks. You can't get here, not every single one of you, but each every one of you is desiring to be a part of training camp. We know what it's like here at Cheesehead TV. It's why we want to bring you as much as we can of the proceedings going on here at camp. Uh, a lot to get to. And before we do, you guys know, I got to give a shout out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers in 2023, you want to utilize Ticket King. Go to Cheesehead TV, either our website or the app. The schedule will have individualized links for each and every game, preseason, regular season, home, away. It doesn't matter. They got them all. Don't use Ticketmaster or StubHub or SeatGeek. None of these national companies. Use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they got a spot right across from Lambeau Field here in Green Bay. Or you can just use the link in the description of this video. Whatever you do, utilize Ticket King, people. You know you want to do it. And the other thing you want to do, you know what I'm about to say. You want to get your official 2023 Green Bay Packers yearbook. Go to PackersYearbook.com. Use promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's promo code CHTV for 10% off at PackersYearbook.com. Get it, people. I got mine. It's dope. Great writing from Spofford, Hotkowitz, even a little Bill Huber thrown in there this year. Got to love it. Good stuff. Make sure you get one. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody mixing it up, including Dennis. Good afternoon, Dennis. Hope you're doing well. A lot of regulars here. Wisco Sports, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, before I get going, I do want to touch on a little bit uh, about Devontae Wyatt. Um, I've really been impressed with the young man the last two days. And, again, it is still early. I understand that there's you know a long way to go here. But every time he steps on the field, every rep seems to be a step in the right direction. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's drill work. It doesn't matter if it's in teams. It doesn't matter who he's facing. Uh, it could be top-of-the-line starters across the offensive line or deep reserves, he is taking advantage of almost everybody equally. Um, again, there's a long way to go, but you talk about hopefully being able to pair him along with Kenny Clark, with TJ Slayton in the middle, they could really finally be cooking with gas up front if these guys reach their potential. Um, I don't, I don't want to over, oversell it because I know there's a long way to go, but man, it is really hard not to get excited about the idea of Kenny Clark finally having some help along the defensive front. Um, we'll see how uh, he continues to develop and, and build on the momentum that he's gained so far here in training camp. Uh, but this is a player in Devontae Wyatt who is seemingly set to take that second-year jump that we talk so much about throughout the offseason, and you never really know if it's going to materialize. So far, so good for Devontae Wyatt. I'm very excited. I'm also very excited to talk to everyone in the comments. How's everybody doing? Hope you're all doing well. Ayahuasca's here, as usual. What's up? Brandy, how are you? Nags, how many training camps is this for you, and how has it changed? Ooh, good question. Um, well, I mean, in a the capacity of covering them, this has got to be like 10 or so, but, um, I mean, I remember going to training camp when I was a kid, and it was very different then. Uh, it was very different uh, when I was even just you know a teenager, and then you know going into high school, even in college, I would still attend training camps every once in a while, and 
it's so different now than it was then. I mean, back then, in the, I mean, hell, in the night under Holmgren, they were doing three a days. I mean, it sounds crazy now, but they would legit have a morning session, a little break, an afternoon session, a little break, and then an evening session. Imagine that. I mean, the NFLPA would absolutely spontaneously combust if that happened today. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's changed noticeably throughout the years. I will say, I always give McCarthy credit for being a bit ahead of the curve when it came to rest periods and rejuvenation periods, and uh, what you know, making sure he mixed in. Uh, a lot more kind of rest and recovery as he got later in his tenure here in Green Bay. But obviously a lot has changed under Matt in that regard. There's a lot less time spent on the grass. I mean, it used to be when Corey and I first started really kind of covering camp on a yearly basis, there used to be 22, 23 practices that were open to the public. Now they're down to 12, you know, and that's not because they're trying to keep the fans out. It's because they do so much more work kind of in the facility and or in the classroom that the stuff on the field is is somewhat minimal you know they, they've got to obviously they've got to practice and they've got to work on stuff but it, it's a question of working much more efficiently I remember talking to Rock uh, Larry McCarron two years ago on the sideline and I asked him kind of that same question you know and he said they work so much smarter now than we ever did back in my day you know that whole first part of camp was about getting back into shape well these guys arrive in shape for the most part you know, there's just they're just a lot smarter about and a lot more intentional to use a Matt word about what they do uh, throughout the time while they're on the grass. And then the, the rest of it is all mostly, you know, classroom work and correcting mistakes. And there'll, there'll be a, a few other kind of practices that aren't privy open to the public. A lot of those are walk through things where they're just trying to get their steps right and um, maybe correct things that they saw on tape. But yeah, it's there's not a there's not as much to kind of sink your teeth into, but everything so much happens in every single practice that it's kind of it it can be a bit overwhelming if you've never attended one before and you're trying to see everything you're trying to take it all in it's just kind of impossible to see it all, um, but it's kind of great that way you know because you're always kind of looking and finding stuff and oh you saw this rep and and then you hear other people say oh did you hear this happened down there and oh no what happened and blah 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 so. Um, yeah, it, it's it's changed, but you know, it's just the vibe is still great. The vibe is the same. It's the fans that um, we heard Aaron Jones in the locker room today talking about how some of the rookies were really surprised by how many fans were there at the start of camp and have been there every day. You know, that's not the norm everywhere, and it's certainly not the norm for a lot of these guys from where they've come. Um, Packers fans, they're a special breed, man, no doubt about it. Soder, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. How was the offensive tempo? Quicker in and out of the huddle? Too early to tell. Yeah, way too early to tell because they're mostly doing install stuff still, right? So every after every play, they are going and huddling up, but there's a lot of kind of in and out of personnel, and Stenovich will stand there with Jordan Love and be looking at a sheet and then give him the call, and then he'll go in. and make, like, So there, it's not like game-like situations, right? Um, that is something I am very curious to see. Either if they maybe pump it up a little bit on family night, but certainly in the first preseason game because there just hasn't been a ton of it. The only time we really get a look at that is in two minutes, but then they're not substituting, right? Um, th- that's just kind of a get trying to beat the clock kind of stuff. So um, that's a good question, though, as far as tempo goes, because it is something that Matt stressed a lot when he first arrived, and it's kind of withered on the vine, so to speak. And I did, I was curious about that very thing coming into this camp, but so far there hasn't been real opportunities for them to do that. 
Vex, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. The Packers not teaching corners like Jair how to press should be filed as gross negligence. Well, Vex, you're taking that comment and completely twisting it should be filed under gross negligence. Of course they teach press. Of course they teach technique. Of course they teach him how and when to do it. But every player has leeway once they're on the field. They will be, unless it's complete, like this is a two-man press and you've got to play it X, Y, Z. There's always going to be calls like that throughout a game plan and throughout the game, that, you know, with the coordinator sees and blah, blah, blah. But these guys are going to always kind of be given some kind of leeway to play how they're comfortable. And Jair admitting that shouldn't open him to ridicule. It shouldn't open the Packers to ridicule. It's something that if you're a discerning observer, would probably suggest that that may have been behind the decision to allow Jerry Gray to leave, bring in Greg Williams, and try and ch- find a new way to approach it. It's not a question they weren't teaching it. It's just a question of what are the rules in certain situations and how can we reinforce them and ca- how can we bolster them. More than anything else, that's what that's about. Joe, thanks for the Super Chat. Was at practice today. Highlight was Dobbs with great catch in one-on-ones over tight coverage by Jair. Earned applause from Jair. That's high praise. Saw that rep. Um, What was so nice about that was the adjustment that Dobbs made. I mean, it wasn't completely out in front of him. He had to come back basically over Jair to make the adjustment. Very Randy Moss-esque. And I'm not comparing him to Randy Moss. Just that one particular move was very Randy Moss-esque. It was a great play. That is a great play down the field against an elite corner. 100%. 100%. Really like to see it. Mimsy, thanks for the Super Chat. Oh, boy, here we go. How long until Crosby is back? Mm, going to be a while yet. Going to be a while. Yes, uh, our young kicker had uh, some more hiccups today. Missed that first one from 38. Missed another one later on. But overall, end of the day, I believe four of six. Um, including a 52-yarder that he nailed despite a really bad snap. So, yeah, it's, he's a rookie. He's going to have bumps in the road. But I think the Packers are going to stick with him, you know, unless he had completely falls apart, say, in preseason, right? And then maybe, maybe they make a call. But right now, I don't see it. Not anytime soon, anyway. Of course, I say all that and they'll call Crosby tomorrow. We'll see. Brett, have I been to Kroll's yet? I have not. I can't believe I've been here, what, three days now, have not once ventured into Kroll's. I just haven't had time. But soon, very soon, maybe tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow. We'll see. There's no practice tomorrow, so I should have some time. Krista says, I'm so fucking excited for the season to start. Krista, you and me both. I was, it's only my second practice today, and I'm like, can week one get here? I'm right there with you. Ryan, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Nagler, do you think the players realized how the focus of the game would change after the last couple of CBAs, i.e. the running backs being left out in the cold? I think that's very much an unintended con- unintended, con- unintended consequence of uh, the negotiations. Uh, no, I don't think they were foreseeing any trouble with the running back market. Um, they were really hell-bent on trying to get more veterans more money, and that the was the, one of the major driving forces behind the rookie pay scale. Unfortunately, that rookie pay scale has directly affected the running backs, and, oh, and mostly the running backs. Um, in a negative way. And again, I don't think it was their intention, but that's exactly what's happened. And it's uh, an unfortunate byproduct of what I think was was a good meaning. Like, it was well-intended, but yeah, that, that has really 
given the running back short shrift and the the problem and the huge kind of not alarm bell because we're we're already here um, issue for the the running back community, if you will, is that that what there's still seven years to go on the CBA. So you got a while to deal with this, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Let me see what else, what else we got. We got Portmaster. What's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Good to see you. Why did Ursay go that existential last week? He went too deep. Anyway, hope the camp has been good to you so far. This time of the year gets me pumped. I'm right there with you, bud. Hope to see you on our family night live stream. Porkmaster, you announced your presence with authority a few years ago. I'll never forget it. I'm legit at this point when Corey is like, do you want to do the family night stream? And I was like, yeah, we got to do something for Portmaster. Never forget it, buddy. Can't thank you enough for the support. Um, yeah, Ursay. Ursay needs to try some decaffeinated brands. There are just as, you know, just so many on the market that taste just as good as the real thing. Because, wow. Wow. Oh, Lance Marlin. Lance Marlin with the super chat of the day. Thoughts? Lance, I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. Most of them I have to keep to myself, though, because I like being employed. But yes, sir, I have thoughts. Mimsy again, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Is Matt LaFleur coming over for another Corey Garden tour? Uh, not anytime soon, uh, but during camp, it's really tough. Uh, they're so busy. Um, Matt and I have talked about it before in years past, and it's just it's really tough schedule-wise. Um, but I will say, Matt, did we were talking around the draft, and Matt did say he wanted to come back on. He, he, he understands his absence last year on Packer Transplants was noted. And uh, as I pointed out to him, as I'm sure I've told you guys before, just, I'm, I'm just stating facts here. This is just science. The one year he didn't come on Packer Transplants is the one year as a head coach he didn't go to the playoffs. So I think correlation, causation, it's pretty clear to me. That's all I'm saying. I uh, See, I can't even turn around and say, like, you hear me coach anymore because they're not there anymore. Like, West Hyde's still there, but all the coaches and the personnel people are way over there now. Kevin, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. We'll be there for Patriots weekend. Where, pray tell, can I get carry the G on draft? Go pack, go. Kevin, not entirely sure it's going to be ready and out by the time the Patriots come to town or that Patriots game. Um, we will let everyone know when it's going to be available, both here in the Green Bay area and statewide. It is coming. It is happening. It's just going to be probably a few more weeks. Uh, I, have, I have nothing official to say yet. But um, when it does happen, when it is imminent, we will let everyone know not only when it's coming, but where you can go to get it. And I will say, one thing I will say, uh, this year we will be uh, distributed to lots of bars and restaurants, something we weren't last year. So if you have a favorite local in Wisconsin, ask for it. Make sure you tell, you know, whatever bar or restaurant you like where you traditionally get your beer or you like to have a beer, Tell them, do you carry carry the G? Will you get it, please? Because uh, that's the word of mouth we need. Um, Jimmy, good question, man. I uh, think we see Myers at guard at all during camp. Yes. Yes, I think we do. Especially if Zach Tom comes on the way I think he probably will. Um, it's very early still, but Zach did get reps not only in drill work, but also in teams in, in the two-minute stuff. and oh, Not in two-minute, in uh, red zone stuff. At center with the ones. So here you go. Here's your center competition finally starting to kind of kick off, right? And I don't – I've seen people saying, like, you got cut Myers, blah, 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 because that's always everybody's reaction. But I still think he could probably be a decent guard. And if nothing else, he's great 
as depth for your interior of your line. So I it's a long way to go. And look, Josh could come to life, right? And the the maybe the competition spurs him on to the consistency that he's just lacked so far in his NFL career. We've seen it happen, and uh, I'm not ready to give up on the guy. But it was interesting to see Zach Tom getting reps with the first team at center. Yeah, here he comes. Oh, Matt, uh, which second-year player is really catching your eye? Oh, it's I led the stream with it. It's definitely Devontae Wyatt. Um, as I said, if you guys haven't checked out uh, my camp notes from day two, or day six, sorry, day six of camp, um, I just put that up a little bit before I went live. Make sure you check that out. Uh, but I legit, and this is not, I 100% had, after the one-on-ones were done, I had a Packers scout, a Packers PR member, and John Kuhn all come up to me and say, did you see Devontae Wyatt? <laughs> like, it was hard to miss. It was very impressive. Uh, and he's been impressive these two days that I've been here. There's zero doubt. Of the, all the second-year guys, and it's not to say that nobody else is having a good camp. They most certainly are, but Devontae Wyatt has jumped out in a good way. No question. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Well, that's a bummer. I was going to fill the trunk with Carrie the G when I'm in town later this week. Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, we wanted to get things here prior to camp starting, but it just – it just unfortunately, the timing wasn't right, and we just couldn't make it happen. But uh, we will definitely be out and about and around Wisconsin by the time week one rolls around. Uh, so just got to wait a little bit longer. Uh, we thank you for your patience, <laughs> so to speak. Um, what else we got here, folks? Well, that's a good question. Any UDFAs popping? You know, not so much. Not yet. Not that I've seen. Um, I think it's interesting because – there are so many seventh-round picks that are probably getting, you know, a few more reps because they're draft picks. Um, you know, Valentine being an example, he made a huge play yesterday, uh, things of that nature. I haven't seen a whole lot of the undrafted guys, mostly because I'm watching the ones. Um, so there hasn't been a ton of that. But it's still very, very early. Um, and we all know, if you've been to Packers camp, any year there, there's always a guy who starts to come on maybe week two or so and get some extra playing time in the preseason because of it. And I would suspect that'll happen again this year. Um, so again, not yet, but a uh, long way, a lot of ball game left, a lot of ball game left. <laughs> Decaf is for bears fans. <laughs> I love this chat. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a Jordan Love question. What do you think Jordan Love's shortcomings will be early on and what will be his strengths early in the season? Good question. Um, I think his ability at the line of scrimmage is probably going to be a surprise to a lot of people. And I mean both in the sense of setting protections and being able to read what the defense is doing pre-snap and uh, you know, and then knowing where to go with the ball. Um, I think his time in the system shows. It really is very clear that he knows it. He's got it down. Um, as far as his shortcomings, you know, it, the, the, you, you still see the Aaron throw. It, it's hard after watching Aaron Rodgers for so long, be so pinpoint accurate for so many years. It's a bit jarring when, you know, you've got a throw that looks like it should be a, maybe not an easy completion, but a, a completion that shouldn't be problematic, should be standard, like, you know, routine, so to speak. And Jordan just sails it or throws it at a guy's feet or just, you know, just wide or whatever. 
So I think the accuracy is is something that is going to take a little time, you know. And that's not to say he hasn't thrown great balls and some some amazing, amazingly accurate throws because he has. But every once in a while, there's a throw that just seems to get away from him for no reason whatsoever. Like there's no rush, there's nothing. It's just him just kind of missing a throw. So I think that will happen, or especially early. And fans will be frustrated, and I'll get it. But he'll make up for it with dimes like he threw to. Uh, Dobbs today, or or um, the great play he made in red zone where he floated one to Musgrave in the end zone for a touchdown. Just a really sweet play. Um, you know, like I said, he, he knows the system. He knows where the ball needs to, to get to, um, and he can make every throw. It's just a question of the consistency there, getting a little better for the most part. That's what I would think. Um, Joe Van Wallace, thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, Nags, still would love to see Caleb Jones and Jonathan Ford on the field goal block team. Ooh, would that be legal? Caleb Jones was out there today. Holy cow, that is a monster of a man. That's not a great – that's not a, not a terrible idea. Get those get, get those big boys out there. Got to love it. I love this plan. Happy to be a part of it. Abdul, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, looking into your crystal ball – always a problem. Is Ballantine another hyped-up product of camp, or will he continue impressing in season? Oh, I don't think he's either of those. I haven't really seen him hyped up. I think he's been pretty steady. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, in season, oh, man, can he, can he keep it up another week in camp? Uh, There's such a long way to go yet. Uh, but, look, it doesn't look too big for him. It, he looks like he belongs, and that's, you know, a big first step in, in regards to being in the NFL and, you know, being able to make plays and, and literally kind of keeping up with the big boys, so to speak. He hasn't looked overwhelmed. Looks like he belongs. That's a good first step. That's that's where I would say he's at. Ed, thanks for the super chat. Last year really had high expectations. This year, lots of hope, but no expectations. We'll be so glad when this season starts. I feel you, man. Yeah, it, it's so brutal. This the length of the off season just really, really plays into it. Like you're just sitting around forever, and then you finally get football back, and it's like, oh, but nothing counts until September, right? I feel you. It's tough. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. With youth at wide receiver, tight end, and QB, two-minute could be ugly. I said it on Twitter this afternoon. It's totally expected that the defense is running roughshod over the offense so far in two-minute drills. I completely expected it. It is happening. Not a surprise. The offense will improve. More reps, more time together, as you intimate. They're very young. You've not played together at all, you know? Any, any meaningful snaps, you know, other than these handful that they've gotten here these last few days. So it'll be baby steps, and it'll be hard at times. There's zero question about it, but it will improve, no doubt about it. All right, everybody, I got I to gotta get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Patreon members, carry the G Club members like Yvonne, please join us on the happy hour at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll be kicking it. Always a good time to talk to Packers fans worldwide. Uh, if you're not either of those, please just do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. <laughs>